0: Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... Guys, this next storyteller is another uh, returning favorite. He, uh, he's done this show a, a bunch of times. I think he might hold the record now. I think this might be his fifth time. Ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause, Caswell Richardson! Hey, everybody. It's my, it's my fourth time, actually. Um, but anyway, so so tonight's theme is, is deadlines. So when I when I think of deadlines, when I hear deadlines, what I think of is a uh, a love lost. I had there was someone that was a, a great love in my life, and she got she got away because I, I missed a deadline. Now how do, how does that work? How do, how do you miss a deadline and lose someone? Well, it started when I was about. Uh, I was in my early 30s. I, I had just recently gotten separated. Not not divorced, but separated. Um, now, for those of y'all who, who have been divorced, you might know that being uh, to be separated, all you got to do is, is move out. That's it, to be considered separated. There's separation agreements where you can agree on who gets what, and then to actually get an actual divorce, you have to file for divorce, but to, to be separated, you just got to move out. That's it. So I, I was separated, but I'd done... I basically, absolutely nothing else besides just move out. Uh, and I and I got married young. I was real young. I was like twenty four when I got married. So all my friends who were in their twenties, doing the tw- dating in their twenties and stuff, talking about all these stories like, oh wow, this is this was so crazy. I went on this date and it was so bad, or it was so good. It was it was crazy. I didn't do all that because because I, I was married. And uh, I was hearing stories about well, Tinder and stuff wasn't around yet then, but uh, E-Harmony and Match and stuff were around, and that people were talking about that. I was like, I don't know anything about that, because I'm married. But then um, then I got separated. So, um, quick backstory about getting separated. Uh, you know, uh, she, she had been my now ex-wife, now we actually are divorced. She'd been unfaithful, she'd uh, numerous times. One was once was with a, tur- a rich Turkish guy who drove a BMW and once was a guy who was actually famous uh, Ben Stein and whenever watched Ferris Bueller's Day off anyone anyone Bueller um, famous and about thirty some years older than she was and then there was a guy a, a guy who called himself a psychic surgeon who could heal people with his psychic energy um, and she had a band- she uh, had had a plan to Go move with him and live in Arizona with him, and take our our daughter we, we had a daughter, have a daughter um, and take her to go live with him in arizona and backed out of the plan at the, the last minute because for, for some reason, I think he didn 't have enough money or something, but she she had backed out of that so that 's the backstory that 's why we were separated, and also she was very uh she, whenever we got into an argument, she would just pull knives on me like um, when we, live in, we used to live in an apartment where it was a condition of the lease to not gr- have a grill on the, ba- on the balcony. And, and I said, no, I don't gr- this is, we're going to get in trouble. We might get kicked out of the apartment. Don't, let's not use this grill on the balcony. Pull a knife on me. We're going to use a grill. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of thing. After a while, I got kind of tired of it. Um, so we, we eventually got, we got separated, but not divorced. So here I was, separated for the first time since I was tw- uh, twenty-four, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, fucking rock on! I'm, so- I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. Yeah, let's party!" And so I met um, I-, I met a girl at my karate studio where I was taking karate, and we started we started uh, when, when we first met because we were paired up to, to spar against each other. We were like like trying to hit each other and stuff, except not really because it was kind of pretend. We were You know, like going like this, and and shadowing each other, and punching each other, and ducking, and weaving in and out and stuff, and and so eventually, uh, after a few weeks of fake hitting each other, um, so I asked her. You know, I I, you know I asked her out. It was all it was kind of uncharted territory because I hadn't done that in so long, but we we went out one night, and uh, she started telling me you know i I was married once for a little bit, and it didn't work out i'm divorced now i'd like to get married again, and you know i'm going in that direction and i I want to have kids and stuff and I was like, oh okay um, i didn't didn't say this out loud, but I was thinking you know i i don't i i don't really want to do that i wasn't sure if I ever wanted to get married again after after what had happened. The first time with the knives and stu- and Ben Stein and all that stuff. So, so I, I thought to myself, you know, this will I'll this girl's really seems really fun. She's really nice. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll hang out a, a few times, but I you know I don't think I'm not what she's looking for. I don't have anything. I'm not really can't really offer her what she wants. So I, I don't think it's gonna gonna go anywhere. Um, but. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's a funny thing where you just start start to to fall for someone, and so a few months later we were still hanging out all the time. I'd started to meet her, her family, and all that stuff. And a few months after that we were still hanging out, and I was still still just separated. I hadn't done anything. Still hadn't done anything. Um. A couple months after that, her dad shows up. Her dad calls me. I had I had her dad's phone number by this time. We were, you know, everyone was getting to know each other. He calls me and says, "Hey, let's. Wh- I want to meet you for lunch." And so I met him for lunch, and he says, "Look, look, um, you know, Jack. Her, her her name is Jackie. You know, Jackie says she's, you know, she thinks you you might be the one." She thinks, uh, she says she's, she wishes you, she's met you before her, her first husband that she's now divorced from, but hey, um, you're still married, right? I said, uh, yeah, yeah, there, there is that, there is that. Well, well you got you to you, you do something about that, you know, you, if things are going to go, are going to keep going the way you all wanted, want things to go, um, you, you can't stay married, you have to get divorced. And I was just like, yeah, um, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'll get to it, I'll get to that. So, who, so you're wondering, why didn't I just do it? Why didn't I just do it? Why didn't I, why can't, it's, it's easy, right? You can get, everyone, anyone can get divorced. You file the paperwork and send it into the court and the judge signs it and, and you're divorced. Well, it, was, um, it wasn't as easy for me. Uh, my, my wife, or my ex-wife, now my ex-wife, but then still my wife, had a, she had a pretty bad or still has a pretty bad case of multiple sclerosis. So a divorce would mean um, no health insurance for her. She'd have no health insurance, she had medicine, which was pretty expensive. And uh, there was the guilt about that, having to force her to, you know, put her in a position where she might not get medicine. And then there was my mom, right, my mother. She was um, very, very, let's just say very traditional when it came to that kind of thing. Some Bible thumpers, some real conservative Christian people or religious people, they say that the only thing, there's two things that can end a marriage. One is uh, unfaithfulness, infidelity. The other one's death. My mother didn't even believe in infidelity. She thought just death. She thought if, the, if your spouse is unfaithful, you just sweep it under the rug and, and deal with it. So there was that. There was the, the guilt, and then there was the fear of being excommunicated from the family and all that. I was just afraid to do it. I couldn't do it. I was petrified with fear, in fact. But things went on for a few more months, um, and eventually she said... Look, we're gonna have to end this because you haven't done anything about getting a divorce. So we we broke up for a day. Um, I saw her again the next day, and it was back to normal, like like it had been. A couple more months went by, and then I I just started thinking to myself, you know, I'm just I can't do this anymore. I'm not I'm wasting her time. I'm not what she wants out of life. So I I ended it. I said, look, we got to end this. I, I can't do this anymore. Again, we were back together the next day. Um, then I moved in. Then I moved in for about, and uh, I guess about six months or so. And then I went to. We went to Florida together. I met her extended family, and her. They were. They were saying, "Well, what, what's going on? Are you, are you all going to get married? What, what's going on with you all?" And uh, she didn't know what to say because there, there, there was the that detail about. I actually still was married. Just a minor detail. Um, So we came back, and then uh, you know, eventually her her family started saying stuff to her. We were back from Florida. Her family started saying, "Look, this this has gone on long enough. You got to get. You got to. I think you got to get rid of him. He's not doing anything to get divorced. He's got to go." And so it did. It did end. Then I moved out. I, I was living there moved out, didn't have anywhere else to go. So I moved back in with my ex-wife. About a month, maybe two went by, and I started to miss her. I started to, to change my mind. I, I said, you know, maybe I was wrong about this. Maybe I, I, maybe I do want to be with her f- forever. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I don't, I don't want to just, uh, this wasn't something that was just going to last for a little bit and then I was going to go away, and it's over. Maybe, maybe she is the one. I really do need to get divorced. I need to do this. So I went over there one night, and I told her, look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get divorced. And so we were. everything was great for a little bit. Moved back in again. And a month or two went by, and... I actually started, I had started to try to talk to my, my now ex-wife about it, about getting divorced. And she would just sort of change the subject. She just didn't really want to talk about it because she knew about the whole health insurance thing. Um, and then after a little while, it, she started to act a little bit different. The girl I was living with, she started, uh, she started saying things. It just, it just wasn't the same way she, she'd been acting before. She started saying things like, uh, you know you know what I like about you is you're the kind of guy that I don't have to worry about getting hit on. Or other girls, other women hitting on him at the bar. I feel safe. Like you're, like you're not going to cheat on me and stuff like that. Cause I, feel, I feel safe. Like I don't have to worry about it because no, no one would be interested in you. I was like, whoa. And She'd never, act, never acted like that before. She'd always kind of almost sort of worshipped the ground I walked on, but she she was changing. And then one day she said, look, you know, one day, I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be nice if I met someone who actually didn't have all this baggage, who'd never been married, didn't have all this stuff to worry about? And I asked her, well, did you? And she said, no, but the way she said it, I knew she meant yes. Um, so I did some uh, did some Facebook sleuthing, internet sleuthing, stuff like that, and I found out that there was a new guy. And his name he went by the name of uh, I guess it was like a video game thing. He was a gamer or something, but he went by the name Snow Wolf. And I was, I was like, "Are you? Is this for real? Are you ser- a guy named Snow Wolf? This has got to be a joke." But we ended up breaking up again. Um, this time it was pretty much for good. And uh, I did try. I, I tried to hang on to it. I tried to to keep her from. I really did try to start the whole divorce thing, but she was gone. I, I think I. The ship had sailed, I'd I'd waited too long. And she said, look, you just waited too long. Someone else doesn't have that problem. But you know what I did? But you know what purpose I think I served in your life? I'm the one who is gonna make you actually get divorced. And I thought about it, I thought, you know, if I don't do that, it could happen again. So she's married to Snow Wolf now. they, they've got they had they just had their first child, and so I wonder. I, sometimes I ask, did I was I was I a jerk for for you know for I guess sort of leading her on for it was about a year and a half for wasting her time like that? And I say no because that guy was the guy that she was meant to be with. I was sort of meant to be a placeholder until she met him, and then she she was there to finally get the ball rolling so I could do that, get a divorce. Uh, it ended up not being as bad as I thought. She did lose, the ex-wife did lose the health insurance, but she was able to apply for financial aid with the, the companies that made the, they actually made the, made the drugs, the pharmaceutical companies. So it was almost totally taken care of. She got her medicine. She got what she needed. And finally did get a divorce. So just not in time for her. Just not in time to to be with that girl. But sometimes you, just get, you realize that, just that that's just the way things are. That's just how things are. And it's, it happens sometimes where you just, you can really love someone, but that's not the person you're meant to be with. So, and, well, here I am today, and we got, we got divorced. That did start the ball rolling. Uh, we, got, we actually got divorced maybe about a year later. Um... I'm actually seeing someone now who's separating, but not divorced. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, it's all in good time. There's no, there's no deadline this time, because the situation's not the same as it was like that before. So there's no deadline. It'll happen sometime, but uh, all in good time. There's a, good, there's a time for everything, and it'll, it'll happen soon. So that's my story about deadlines. That's what I think of when I hear of deadlines. And I hope you all enjoyed my story. Thanks, everyone. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org. We will find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more storyteller podcasts. Until next time... Thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.